Hey, this is Chris, and welcome to Ghetto Talk. But you know, not like gangster talk. Like you know, it's just ghetto. It's it's we're just outside and not at any house. It's very low quality talk. Um, there's no Eddie. And I, I wouldn't say again, but this is the second episode where there hasn't been an Eddie, and we have Brittany. Hi. And we have Carlos. Hi. And this is way more ghetto than last week. We're not even playing chess. Um, I don't know exactly what's going to happen this episode. Um, now all eight people turned off their podcast. <laughs> <laughs> all like the major Eddie fans are like, oh, ew. <laughs> the guy from Nebraska is just like, I'm just going to go play in the cornfields. <laughs> I'm going to use my day instead of listening. I'm going to go outside again, <laughs> which I've already done. So, um, husk some corn. Do you guys want to talk about Pokemon first? Uh, yeah. What's, what's there to talk about, though, Cody? Um, what level are you? Like, um, because I think last week we all set our levels and stuff and, like, what our highest CP was. So, do you want to go around and do that again? Yeah. Uh, do you want to start, Carlos? Or? I'll start. Uh, I'm level 15. And my highest right now is my Arcanine, who's like at one, like 1200. Okay, yeah, I'm level 19 now, and my highest is like a 1200 Arcanine as well, but I have a Flareon that's pretty close. It's like 1100 or something. What about you, Chris? I'm level 19 as well, and I have a Vaporeon that's at 1331. Nice. You take a lot of gyms of that, don't you? Uh, Yeah, battled like i first legitimately battled gyms like yesterday and it was actually a lot more fun than i thought yeah especially if you get some friends because like the your friends pokemon actually show up to help you in the gym battle so yeah. it's like as we found out like that at sunset you and me yeah i was like oh wait that's you over there <laughs> uh Brittany, what about you i'm level 15 my highest is a 1015 flareon nice so you know we're getting up there um i think i have the most registered in the pokedex with um, 85, Brittany, you have what, 72? 71. 71, and Carlos has what, 65, right? About, yeah. Yeah, um, I think it's just because I go to a bunch of varying parks, whereas most of the, my coworkers and stuff, they stick to like one park, like Desert Breeze or Sunset, and it's like, yeah, you get a lot of Pokemon, but not a huge variety of Pokemon, and that's kind of like the downfall. What about you, Chris? I got 77. Nice. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, I've already seen some posts of people with, like, all the United States Pokemon just, like, captured. And I've seen some people that um, they c- hatch eggs of, like, Farfetch'd or Kangashan, mm-hmm. which I just learned today is an Australian exclusive. Yep, and Mr. Mime is Europe. Yeah, yeah. Someone posted in the Pokemon Go subreddit where they had a layover in France, and Mr. Mime showed up there. Mm-hmm. Um, so how much do you play, Chris? Have you died down at all or no? Yeah, I've died down. It's basically like, um, like maybe a couple of times a week I'll go out to a park and pokey hunt, but like, I don't just like pull the app out and play randomly as much anymore. Like I'd kind of focus on my real life, but why would you ever do that? Uh, I don't know. There's like things to see, but, uh, uh, it's just, it's more of just like, I don't want to burn myself out on it. Like some people do. And also it's just... It really depends on how many Pokestops I see in a single day. If I have a lot of Pokeballs, then yeah, maybe I'll go out and catch some more Pokemon. But if I don't have anything, I'm not going to succumb to microtransactions. So. Yeah, um, I 
don't really go out like every single night like I was before. I stick to mostly the weekends and at work. I'll just like check it every once in a while because Pokemon do show up. Mm-hmm. Um, what about you, Brittany? You don't really play that much, I'm guessing, because you're level. <laughs> what? You have the lowest level out of all of us. Carlos has 15 too. I'm level 15. I thought you said 19. I'm sorry. No. Well, sorry. So I thought, but you're out almost every single night, aren't you, Carlos? Not, not anymore. Uh, last time I was out, I was to go catch Charmander. But wasn't that last night? That was the other night. Sorry. <laughs> uh, I kind of don't want to level up. I heard it's just it gets way too hard. Like there's a really bad like difficulty curve. It's just like an exponential graph, like any other like RPG. Like once you get into the twenties, it's like hundreds of thousands of experience to level up. Yeah. But some people are still already like in their thirties. Well, not just that, but Pokemon uh, run away mm-hmm. a lot more. It's harder to catch them, and people go through more Pokeballs. Like, yep. Like I've ran into Pokemon like that are just double digits, and they run away after like one or two breakouts. And I'm like, why are you doing this? But then I learn like, yeah, as you level up, it's just harder, mm-hmm. just for stupid reasons. I mean, I feel like I've had the most not competitive approach to the game. Out of anyone, I just want to catch all the Pokemon. I don't care what their CP is. I just want to have every Pokemon. It's more relaxing to me. Well, that's what I am about. Like, I just want all of them just, like, fill out my Pokedex. I don't battle gyms or anything. Like, I'm not interested. I just want to catch the Pokemon because it's fun. But having high CP Pokemon, it's just, like, cool. It's cool, but, I mean, I want to catch them all. Then you got to get out there. I pull it out at work. I get a lot of rare Pokemon at my work. You and Carlos are so lucky with your stupid work and how nice. I hate you both. You get a at least like three times a day. If you go to the gym, there's at least three or four just mm-hmm. sitting there constantly. Yep. Yeah. Um, there was a Charmeleon there the other day. I missed it. Um, I got a Marowak at work. Got an Execute. Um... There's always good ones, randomly. It's a popular spot. Yeah, there was a Venomoth by my gym, so I think gyms are just, like, good because more people are playing it. Um, Yeah, I'm pretty close to evolving a bunch. Like, I almost have a Marowak to evolve, a Doug Trio, whatever. Uh, Butterfree, getting close to that. Yeah, it's hot. Speaking of gyms, though, it's just, uh, overall, it's just fun to people watch now. Because there's just such a diverse group of people that play it. Like, there's, there's, yeah, like, um, what kind of led me to that was, like, I was at Davis Park the other day trying to catch Gasly. And then this, yeah, this one guy just comes in with his wife beater and he's just hella yoked out. But he's just playing Pokemon. And I'm just like, that doesn't, my brain, you're supposed to be making fun of those people. And I was like, it's, it's like the same thing as, like, I have coworkers, too, that it's just like, this guy, like, if it was any other thing, he'd be making fun of people for it. But, like, he's just, like, everybody's enjoying it. That's actually, like, uh, that's, like, it's, you know, it's strange. Like, you even see, like, a couple that's, like, in their, like, 60s or something. Like, yeah. some sort of, like, Vietnam vets just, like, playing with his wife. And it's just, like, wow, all right. When we were at, we were at Desert Breeze last week, and, like, there was just this random older man. Just, like, he stopped walking, and I see him start flicking at his phone. I'm like, this is so cool. Yeah, and there was, like, people at Desert Breeze as well that had, like, camping chairs, and they had coolers and stuff, and that's, like, they were just sitting there playing, and 
all day long. It's weird. It's very weird. And we were at a park last night, and there was, like, people wearing, like, scarves almost to, like, keep the heat off, and they were wearing, like, Under Armour and stuff. You didn't notice them? Yeah, they they look like your stereotypical, like, chubby nerd. Like, and they were trying to be as well equipped to being outside as they could. And it was interesting. <laughs> nice to see. Um, have you guys been playing any games outside of Pokemon lately? Carlos? Enter the Gungeon. What's that? Enter the Gungeon. What is it? It's, uh... Carlos. I, I can't really describe it. It's a shooter. It's a shoot 'em up Oh, so is it like a top-down uh, twin stick? Uh, no, but it is top-down where you control a character and you start out with one gun and it's, it's a rogue-like top-down 32-bit shooter. Did it just come out, like, recently? It's been out for, like, two months now, I think. So, kind of recent. Yeah. That's fun, Chris. Not you. Um, I play, like, a round of Overwatch every couple of days. But it's just, it's... I mean, I think most people would know what Overwatch is by now, but yeah. the thing is, it's just, it's annoying because when I do play, it's like, I'm just really tired of playing Lucio or Reinhardt because... Everybody wants to, like, as as you know with most Blizzard games, everybody always wants to DPS and then bitch about whoever's tanking or healing and not actually want to tank or heal. So it's like, it's, it's, it, that, that just, that community always just burns me out because it's just like, I just want to deal damage and then yell at everyone else when I die. But like, I see people complaining about it. Like, there'll be two spots left, like, two people left to pick. And there's no tanks and no supports, and then they pick Hanzo and Widowmaker, and then they'll point out like we need a tank, like, and they're like, yeah, but I want to play Hanzo, <laughs> and it's like, but, like, you need to be a tank, like that's how it is. It's a team yeah. game. And it, the thing is too is just like it, like the the game itself tells you is like, hey man, your team's missing a tank or your we team's missing a sniper. Nice. Yeah, it's like it tells you what you need to succeed. And people are still just like, no, I want to be Hanzo. No, I want to be Farah, and I, I want to be the bastion because I want to get play of the game for no reason. <laughs> but I don't know. It's yeah, it's, it's just a constant thing that you see in any game where you have to have like a balance of like a team unit like that, where you have to have a tank or a healer or support or whatever. Like you see it in world of Warcraft and all the time, like all the time. Like that's one, another reason that I quit that game aside from the nostalgia just isn't there anymore, but that's a whole nother topic. Um, yeah, I feel that that's always going to be like prevalent in online games when you f are forced to be in a team with random people and mm -hmm. you can't really avoid that. Um, I guess I can wrap up our game top t game talk. What? Sudoku. <laughs> yeah, that's about it. Thank you. Anyway. No, it's not out yet. I'll wait until it's out. The the pre uh, the pre patch hit and it wrecked everyone's abilities. My grandpa's upset. Is it still cool though? Yeah, it's fun. It's really fun. Is it is it like wrath pre patch? Because I like wrath pre patch. Yeah, they they haven't um started doing invasions yet, but mm -hmm. as it gets closer, they're gonna become more and more frequent and more and more insane. Mm -hmm. So like the week before it comes out, I think it's just gonna be constant attacks throughout the entire world. 
I just remember, I just remember in the Wrath of Lich King pre-patch, it was just like, I know it annoyed so many people, but I thought it was just funny, like, you would just teleport into, like, Thunder Bluff or something, and, like, or one of the lower populated major cities, and then it's just everybody in there is a zombie, so, like, you're just, you're effed no matter what. Yeah, just, like, but a uh, cool thing about the pre-patch is they updated a lot of the attack animations and spell animations, so mm -hmm. it seems, like, not boring to fight anymore like even just auto attacking is like completely different now so that's really cool and it seems promising for the expansion people always complain about classes every single time there's a change like i think the last expansion was the druids people were upset about druids but it's just it's different that's why it's just people were so used to a certain thing and then they changed it and they're like you killed it that's just people on the internet being people on. Were they at least like nerfed or is it just... Not really, no. It's just a different play style. That's it. And and people need to adjust. Welcome to the World of Warcraft community. I'll rejoin WoW when they reunite the Barons into one. AKA never. So do you guys want to talk about Stranger Things? So you can get that out of your system? Well, we could still talk about like... The pilot. Yeah, the first episode. It's only eight episodes, yeah. so and it has Winona Ryder. Mm -hmm. She yeah. looks like Tina Fey. Cute as ever. She stopped stealing things. What? She stopped stealing things. I don't know. <laughs> only one episode in. She got, she got arrested for shoplifting in like 2003, yes. and then again in like. Yeah, think of like Marie from Breaking Bad. Yeah, it was like it was like yeah, Mr. Deeds came out, and then Winona Ryder got arrested for shoplifting, and then Winona Ryder disappeared. <laughs> She's back. What do you think of the show? It's good. It's like, I think Carlos mentioned it last week, how it's basically like the Goonies. He didn't mention it on the podcast. He didn't? No, this is before the podcast, so yeah. describe it. It's like the Goonies meets E.T. meets Silent Hill meets every 80s movie. I don't know. So is that good? Yes. Okay. What about, how do you feel about it, Carlos? It's very good. Love it. It's different. The show is good because it is good. <laughs> That's pretty much what you just did, Carlos. <laughs> pretty like, like what about it is good to you? Like it has an amazing uh, score. Uh, the kid actors aren't one aren't terrible. They're actually pretty decent. When I first saw them, I'm like, man, could they get uglier kids? But That's what I like about the show is that like every character, like none of them are like super like recognizable like none of them are super famous except for like Winona Ryder but even then like none of she's them are like yeah she's not famous anymore she's Shia LaBeouf mm -hmm. um no like I like that they seem like real people and that it's kind of more relatable in a way even though it's like completely not possible but I don't know I just saw I saw a reddit thread about how the characters are realistic and that's different for shows these days like even like the popular kid Steve Harrington he's kind of like got like a giant forehead and isn't traditionally good looking but he's like I think he's still like good looking yeah, and like Nancy like is like pretty good looking and like uh, cast this so 30 year old man to play a high schooler like he looks like a kid so, so it's like hey Arnold where just everybody in the show is very ugly looking yeah, yeah. Kind of. except they're not cartoons yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh Carlos what was I going to say? I thought you were, like, gearing up to say something. Oh, uh, I think my sh the sheriff is probably my favorite character. Oh, yeah. 
Because when he's first introduced, you completely think the worst about him because he's like hungover. He kind of looks like a piece of crap. Was he smoking like a joint or was that a cigarette at the start? I couldn't I tell. Uh, yeah, it's probably a cigarette. But like as soon as like as the series starts to progress a lot more, you start to notice that like he's really good at what he does. He reminds me of uh, Roy from The Office. Yeah, that's where they, like, start you out thinking he's just, like, a piece of No, crap. just, like, how he looks. Oh. Not exactly, like, his personality. Poor man's Chris Pratt. <laughs> Poor man, like, from yeah. Parks and Rec, too, so he doesn't have the hot body yet. Yeah. Didn't you say he has a dad bod? Yeah. That's how you described yeah. him? I don't know if anyone watched The Newsroom. It's an Aaron Sorkin show, but, yeah, he's Elliot Hirsch. He's the sheriff in Stranger Things. He's got dad bod. Yeah, but no. I agree with the kid actors thing. Like, I usually think they're just kind of whatever in most shows, but... <laughs> they're good. Yeah, sorry. Carlos is trying to put a hat on a dog, and he's c- concerned with the fact that the dog doesn't know what to do with it. So is it like a horror show? Because from the first episode I've seen, it seems more like a goofy, like a campy kind of horror mo- I think show. It has its moments that it's actually kind of scary for me. I'm just a wimp, but it's more just like thrilling and like eerie. But it's definitely like embraces the campiness and like is very self-aware. It's very 80s. It's very 80s, and it's aware that it's. That's, like, its whole thing. Like, I heard that the Duffer Brothers, who created the show, they're pitched to Netflix for the show. They just, like, put a bunch of clips of 80s movies together and put, like, horror synth soundtracks over it. That was their pitch to Netflix, apparently. Nice. Yeah, I thought that was really cool. And, yeah. And I liked, I was also seeing another Reddit thread about this, how there wasn't a lot of promotion for this show. I had no idea it was coming out, and then yeah. it was out, and then people were talking about it. Yeah, people, like, heard, like, a year ago that Winona Ryder was going to be in some Netflix show, and then they never heard about it again, and then it, like, got released, like, what, like, a week or two ago? Yeah. And then, like, it's all of a sudden, like, become super popular, and people think it was just this test by Netflix to, like, see if word of mouth could, like get a show that popular and I think it's what on uh, netflix a popular show no way oh, i thought it was cool that they didn't really promote it they don't really promote a lot of their shows like uh, house of cards i don't think they really did anything with the first season of that because that was one of like the original like netflix originals so but like they don't have to promote it all they have to do is have it show up in your featured queue that's all that they've done with stranger things yeah. it's just in your featured yeah exactly house of cards had more going for it because of kevin spacey though and robin wright she's yeah. a pretty big actress yeah, but like uh, Are you saying Winona Ryder isn't a Kevin Spacey? She's not a Kevin not Spacey a Kevin at all. Spacey. Like she's like she's not even like Kevin Spacey's on the main picture for House of Cards. You'd scroll over and see Kevin Spacey, be like, oh, what's this about? Winona, you just yeah, Winona Ryder's like half a step above Kathy Griffin. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know who Kathy Griffin is. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but like Winona Ryder's not on the. She is. She's not on the title page. The pic- She's not on the picture. Because all the characters are on the picture. Not on. I don't think on the Netflix. She's the first actor that we see in the intro, though, for the show. I'm fairly certain she's on the, like, splash, because it's like an artist drawing. It doesn't matter. It's still her. The title sequence starts with, like, the A 
for Stranger Things like looming closer to you, and then Winona's Winona Ryder's name shows up. Yeah, she's the very first like she's actress name. Actress, but like she's still not that popular and like not enough to get a lot of people to watch it. Like oh, Kevin Spacey no. is by far like that's what House of Cards she's, had going for it. Her character is the one attracting everybody. It's it's because she's old now. That's the case. She was irrelevant. You still knock the dust off it? I still knock the dust off yeah. it. Did you let Joan Jett peg you? Yeah, I'd let Joan Jett peg me. And you could do that in writing. Do you want to like elaborate on this before we get this in a podcast? No, I said I wanted Joan Jett to peg me. Because I said it. Oh, yeah. Salt Lake City, and we were all trying to sleep, and you just asked everyone, would you let Joan Jett peg you? Like, current? Yeah, did I do that? Current Joan Jett, or like, in her prime? Current Joan Jett still pretty much looks like like prime Joan Jett. Yeah, but there's less wrinkles. Yeah, well, no, there's less wrinkles now because she's had plastic surgery or something, or or it's because she's a vegan or whatever. I need the all natural. Yeah. Nah, dude, give me, like, factory-made... Give me anything. So, Carlos would, you would let her? Yeah, I'd let her. Would it even be a question? I'd let her spit in my mouth. (laughs) That's like the close I could get. (laughs) Are you tweeting it? No, I've already tweeted this before. Um, Chris, did you ever come up with an answer for this or no? I mean, I probably would. It'd be be an interesting story to tell. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. I mean, who, I mean, how how many how often do you get the chance to get pegged by Joan Jett? Never. Exactly. I'm gonna go with a hard no on this. I've been asked this before, and I cannot let that happen. <laughs> I'm not that into strong women. Like you can you can keep your seventy seven cents to the dollar. <laughs> <laughs> so Stranger Things is good. Check it out on Netflix. Opening scene with like the main characters is a Dungeons and Dragons campaign. Yeah, they don't really ex- say that explicitly at first. Like, it you takes gotta, a couple like, minutes. It's yeah, because it's the 80s. Yeah. Do you have anything else you want to say? Have you f- you finished it, right? Away. I finished it. But today. so does it hold up? Yes. The entire it's eight episodes long, and they're hour long, mm-hmm. quote unquote hour long. They're 45 minutes. Varies, yeah. But so, but you would say it nice holds up. Does it lend itself to another season? Yes. I did not. Ex- I thought they were gonna tie it up nicely and have like a happy ending, but they definitely left doors open and even like kind of. They should close it. those. What? They should close those doors. They will in season two. No, they kind of like made it seem like everything was tied up nicely, and then they like get a little meta and like point out like, hey, but what about this and this and this in like a really like tongue-in-cheek way that leads you to believe that there's gonna be a lot of questions answered in the next season. So. What about you, Carlos? Did you think the season held up, and how do you feel about the show, like, now that you watched all of it? I thought it was very well. I can't decide if I want uh, the story to continue or for it to be an anthology series, because it could really go both ways. It didn't leave it too open-ended, but at the same time, like, you still could have questions and make something out of what they left off with. Like, if they didn't go back to these characters and the things they kind of left open, like, I wouldn't be upset. And if they started, like, like an American Horror Story anthology type thing, it'd be cool. But I want, I'm interested in the characters they have in the universe they created already. Yeah, that reminds me, there's a show that's just coming out um, from Rooster Teeth. 
it's like a serious show it's called day five and it's all about um suddenly at like three in the morning one day if you fall asleep you die and so you need to stay awake and the show starts on day five of this like apocalypse and it's potentially going to become multiple series and how you were saying like it could really become an anthology like that's another show where i would really like an anthology of like people around the world dealing with like this apocalypse and trying to find a cure and stuff like that and i think horror really like lends itself well to that in general because like if it's like a worldwide thing it's like there's tons of different stories that can take place at the exact same time so you don't need to focus on one character and like the world war z book that's what that did it was an anthology book it wasn't just one main story like the movie like what they're finally doing with the walking dead are they well like the fear the walking dead is like a oh yeah, yeah, yeah. off with different people before the apocalypse and into the apocalypse and it's finally like focusing on other parts of the country or the world did any of you guys see the season seven trailer for the walking dead no all right apparently people it was pretty well received so i'm interesting to see what comes of that and then the justice league trailer also came out my dad made me watch that it seems okay did you see it, Carlos? Yeah. What do you think? I, 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 I still don't really care because after watching the trailer, I was like, I still don't get what the story is. Like, okay, they're a team. That's kind of it. I thought DC was just being hypocritical because they have a strict, like, no, like, colorful, fun, like, comedy-centric thing going on with their movies that's like been reported on on like their emails that have leaked out but the justice league trailer was completely like a marvel movie yeah but suicide squad what about that yeah no they that's because that's like designed to be a com like dark comedy movie whereas it was supposed to be more dark and then it wasn't well received so they went back they spent like over seven million dollars on reshoots to make it more lighthearted and funny because apparently, uh, with the first trailer, that was all the jokes in the movie. Yeah, yeah, I heard yeah. That. And so, like, with the Justice League trailer, like, you feel like this isn't what the two Superman movies have, like, built up to be? Definitely. I mean, why would Batman go around already revealing himself as Bruce Wayne? Yeah, that's what I was kind of confused about. Like, he shows up at the Flash's house, and he's like, I'm Bruce Wayne. And even the Flash is like, why does that matter to me? He's like, I don't know who you are. So I thought that was probably my favorite part. And like just that second, because the rest of the flash scene, I was like, this is stupid. Yeah, no. And it's like, also they cheated by using Iggy Thump by the white stripes. Cause it's such a like good song. What's with the white stripes and all these like stupid commercials. Like it was with a uh, battlefield one. There was all like a dubstepy white stripe song. Like what's going on with that? I don't know, but I mean, they used the same tactic with uh, Queen for uh, Suicide Squad, where obviously you're going to get hyped up for Queen, and then they're just kind of giving you this trailer at the same time. I don't know about the White Stripes coming back, though. That's weird. <laughs> um, Yeah, I'm not really excited for the Justice League movie. I still haven't seen Batman vs. Superman. I need to. Because my dad has, like, the extended edition, so I want to watch that and actually get the entire movie. Um, the Wonder Roman trailer is out. People are talking about that. I, I don't care. Um, 
another trailer came out that I can't remember. Have you seen anything from Comic-Con yet that's, like, exciting to you? You, Chris? Have you even caught up, like, paid attention to Comic-Con? Uh, like, I've been vaguely paying attention, but I don't know. It's it's really just disappointing with the whole Marvel and DC thing because it's, like, I, like, like, overall, it's, like, I enjoy the superheroes that are part of the DC universe more than the ones that are part of the Marvel, but Marvel has just done such a better job at making quality films and other stuff that it's just, like, you just look and it's, like, you guys have Batman and you're, like, messing it up somehow. How do you do this? Well, how would you feel about the... Christopher Nolan trilogy. Did you think that was a good rendition of Batman? Yeah, I mean, for the most part. I mean, I, it definitely came out in a time in my life where I did enjoy the grittiness of it. Um, but I also like the kind of campiness of the earlier Batman films of, like, the Michael Keatons and the Val Kilmers and, uh, you know, that other guy. But, uh, <laughs> well, Adam West and the other guy, who we'll not name. But yeah, I mean, it's just, I, I, I've enjoyed like most renditions of Batman, but it's just like the fact that it's just, I, I, I don't know, it's just DC seems to drop the ball on something they shouldn't. They released a trailer for Kong. That was Kong. interesting. Kong. Oh, Kong? Yeah. Yeah, I saw um, like on Yahoo News of all places, like a screenshot of like just this huge shadow, like over like a bridge or something. Yeah. Did you watch the trailer? Yeah, it's pretty cool. It looks better. Than Does it seem like super serious? Not like a three and a half hour Jack Black movie. <laughs> it seems, it seems a lot more serious. It seems, uh, like the, it kind of reflects that new Godzilla movie, but you could tell it's gonna have better human parts in this. Is there gonna be more monster in this movie as well? I mean, probably they're on uh, Skull Island this time around. So. Isn't that where they were on the previous King Kong? With Jack Black? They were on that for like an hour and a half, right? Yeah, but in that, it, it was pretty clear they were running from green screen dinosaurs. Yeah. The CGI and Bugs. all that was just so bad. Yeah. Uh, I feel like this one might be a soft reboot. Why would it Why would it be a soft reboot? Shouldn't it just be a reboot? Because it's not like the previous movie lended itself to be like a universe, did it? Not really, but this one's set in modern times. and oh, it's really? Yeah. And I feel like it's already established that, like, some people know about King Kong himself. So, I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to be a soft reboot of the Jack Black movie. It could be a soft reboot of the 1929 classic. <laughs> um, yeah, I can't really think of anything else that big came out of Comic-Con yet. New Rick and Morty stuff. Oh, yeah, they, like, confirmed season three, right? Uh, I think they put in the release date, but they aired, like, a sketch, like, video of it, where it's, like, a video of Rick during one of the episodes, and then, uh, for fans, they made a mock episode where they read word for word this ridiculous trial that came out not too long ago, and it's just, they're reading what was going on. Are you guys excited for that? Because all three of you watch Rick and Morty, right? Yeah, I'm definitely excited for it. Uh, I'm kind of interested to see where it goes from now because it kind of left off on like... Does a it have like an overarching story or is it like each episode is different? Each episode's different, but there's a very like loose overarching story of just like Rick's overall like... Yeah, depression and like humanity. 
Huh, interesting. Because I've never seen it. What about you, Brittany? Like, I haven't caught up yet, but like, it's definitely very like episodic. You have this bad habit of rewatching old shows when you have new seasons of shows you like to watch. What? I don't know what you're talking about. Mad Men. I don't know what you're talking about. Bojack Horseman. Rick and Morty, apparently. And um, season nine of Adventure Time got announced as well. Really? Yeah, I didn't know there was nine seasons of that. They just well, they don't ever stop. So you're like, where does the season even end? Like, do they Cartoon Network? I know they take like one week off, and then it's just like, hey, here's another new episode. And I don't know. That's that's why I stopped watching. It's just like it's it's it just became too much for me. I've seen every episode. Someone's cool. Yeah, I never. That's another show I never got into. One of those like smart kid cartoons that I was just like eh. that's what people say it's like a smart kid cartoon it's like there's making puns is smart humor but like the the backstory it's not what's happening it's the backstory and like the I don't know if it's so much as smart as it's just like there's smart like air quotes yeah there's like themes that are more like maybe not even adult just like it's a lot more identifiable with like college kids than it is with just like regular kids so I think that's why it kind of has that, like, it's seen through that lens, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, it definitely I, has an older fan base than yeah. I expect from any kids' show. What about Pokemon? That's, that's, that's different, though. Yeah. In the last, like, what, like, five or six years? And I think the Pokemon fan base is built more on the games and so they just watch the tv show as like another means of absorbing the medium it's not because they love the tv show because the tv show is pretty terrible it's really corny and like there's a lot of filler episodes like most of anime but it's just the fact that it's pokemon and you can relate to it that's why people love it well it's like transformers they're just like hey let's just let's just market the crap out of it and people just eat it up and especially the ones that grew up in the 80s and it's the same thing with pokemon it's like people keep buying the stuff people keep downloading the games people people keep running into traffic to try and catch a pikachu but you know that's just that's the way it is people get really into stuff same thing with harry potter or anything else that maybe someone else that is like you oh, know pokemon super transformers is stupid it's like there's at least one thing that you like that a whole lot of other people like that's just been marketed out like oh, a yeah. crazy yeah going back to you the pikachu I, that's what i don't get is people getting so excited about catching pikachus in pokemon go i don't think they're that rare and so when people, like, post pictures of just catching a Pikachu on, like, Facebook and stuff, I'm like, yeah, so what? Like, It's just, it's it's the most iconic character. It's like, yeah, I guess, and it's just like. Like if there was a Disneyland Go and you caught a Mickey Mouse. Yeah. Be like, oh, I got a Mickey. It's like, if yeah. you're playing, it's like if you're playing, like, uh, Madden and then you unlock, like, Johnny Unitas or whatever. John Madden. Yeah, John Madden himself playing linebacker for the Raiders. It's like, it's just, yeah, it's that kind of thing where it's just like, you just release the most iconic person. Like, it's like if you're playing NHL and you release Wayne Gretzky and you're just like, ah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I just never really cared that much about it. People like things and then when... I don't like things that people, people like. like. Yeah. When too many people like things and then corporations find out that they like those things, then they want to dip their hands into that pot and see how much gold is in there. A lot of gold. Um, do you guys have anything else you want to, do you guys want to talk about your trips coming up? It's kind of more of like, it'd probably be better to discuss. God damn you, Carlos. 
it'd probably be better to discuss that when I come back because right well, now you're gonna be gone for like well over a month, right? Yeah. Um, hope in Europe. Yeah. Hopefully, I don't get killed by ISIS. You know, fingers crossed. Hopefully. I mean, it just seems like every week I open up the newspaper and then there's something else happening. But you, you know. just have to avoid trains and going to malls yeah. and being on the street yeah, and be. Be, yeah, be careful of just, you know, trucks driving down the street. It's not that much to avoid. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's just your everyday traffic, but I don't know. It's, uh, I mean, there's, yeah, there's there's millions and billions of people. And Are you really that worried about it, though, or is it just like? No, it's just, it's that, it's that thing that's just like, uh. Now, like, my chance of dying on this trip goes from 0.001% to 0.003%. It's just the fact that it's, like, you're that much closer to, like, where it's actually happening. So it's, like, it's not a fear. It's just, like, the thought in the back of your head just, like, moved a little bit closer. Yeah, but, you know, really it's, like, uh, an American going to Europe, I'm still safer than just a black man living in America right now. So... Yeah, so um, if anyone wants to stalk me, um, I'm going to be in Croatia and then Budapest and Vienna and Venice, Florence, Rome, uh, Sorrento slash Positano, Naples area, then Barcelona, Cordoba, Madrid, Paris, Amsterdam, then kind of all over the United Kingdom and then possibly Norway. Are you going to catch a Mr. Mime? If uh, if I can, yes. So yes, you're going to. Can you bring back sausages from Vienna? I don't know it's if it would be like weeks old by the time yeah, it gets gonna, to you. Uh, maybe I can like send some to you if I find some really good ones, but otherwise it's going to be in my backpack for like five weeks. It gets that season. Yeah. Okay. Aged. Aged. Aged dick. Yeah, I will. I don't know. I was just like, there's just so many moving parts. I'm just like, I'm probably going to miss a train somewhere. <laughs> like, I almost, it's. It's such a packed schedule yeah. that, like, I'm, like, terrified. But it has to be if you're going to that many different, like, yeah, countries. Like, it's so packed and, like, it's so easy to, like, get lost and, like, want to mm-hmm. stay somewhere. Like, I don't know, maybe you'll find a Bend, Oregon somewhere in Europe and then skip a town or city yeah. or something. I mean, th- yeah, that's the thing, though. It's like it's it's a good thing we have smartphones because if we didn't, I'd be like, you know, let's just go to London and not go anywhere else. But the fact that I have a smartphone and chargers and the adapters to plug them into all the weird-ass plugs that are in Europe, yeah. um, uh, I think I'll be okay. There's more than one adapter. Yeah, yes. there's, like, there's like three or four different plugs. I know France has a different one than like everywhere, right? Yeah. Because they just have different like currents and different voltages and stuff like that. You know, you got to power up them bullet trains and such. Um, so. Well, I was looking forward to Istanbul, but then someone had to have a military coup and now I can't go there. So. Well, isn't it already taken care of? Because it, it was, is, like, fake, right? It was completely, like, staged? I don't know. Like, they were still trying to send a message, but even so, it's just, like... You, go, like yeah. Like after all this happened. 
Yeah, like we called like the American consulate, and I was just like, yeah, it's probably not a good idea to go right now. I'd probably change plans if I were you. So we did, and now I'm going to the land of Game of Thrones instead. Croatia's going to be cool, but I don't know. I think maybe Italy's probably going to be really cool, and I think just being in the United Kingdom and stuff's going to be really cool. Well, if it's still united by the time we get there after the whole, you know, Brexit. But let's not get political because that's not this kind of podcast. It never will be. Yeah. Take a dump. Vote for Trump. <laughs> um, okay. We've been going for like 40 minutes already, so um, do you guys have it? Oh, sorry, Carlos. Is this too much for you? Um. Okay. Anything else? Anything else you guys are gonna bring up before we wrap it up on this ghetto podcast? Hopefully next week it won't be so ghetto. Um. Uh, have fun listening to the next six podcasts because I won't be there, so you'll actually enjoy them. <laughs> have fun not enjoying the next six podcasts. How long are you going to be gone, Carlos? I'm going to be gone for like three weeks. Okay, so just three. <laughs> are you going to be back in time for the season finale? Oh. This is going to be episode 65. Most likely. Okay. Brittany, what about you? Are you leaving anywhere? I'll see you guys next week. Okay. Um. Yeah, thanks for listening. We'll have Eddie back. He's hopefully editing this, so I don't have to do it because it will end up sounding terrible. So thanks for listening, and shout out to Omaha. Bye.